Hey guys, welcome to podcast episode number seven on the podcast Positive Impact with Andrew Schultz. I'm really excited to be here with my guest today, Donnie Starkins. Donnie is a good friend of mine. He's a brother. He is somebody who is having a positive impact on his community and a lot of people in his community and throughout the world. He's a Lululemon ambassador. He works with the brand Spiritual Gangster. He is an international yoga teacher teaching at Moksha Yoga and Madison Club in Scottsdale, Arizona. He leads yoga retreats and workshops across the world. He is a personal development and life coach, just started a coaching program called The Shift. Donnie and I have so many things in common. Um, We talk about so many things um, from our time playing college baseball to our addictions. We've both been sober for over three years now. We're both in recovery, but we talk about what it was like to be in the darkness and in self-bondage and rock bottom to where we are now in the light and our passion, our love to share yoga, meditation, and mindfulness with others and both of us having the opportunity to to teach it and share it. Um, We both are working with and for the awesome brand Lululemon. So we talk about Lululemon and the impact the company has had on the lives of both of us and just go deep in the streets about life, real, authentic, vulnerable. That's what this thing's all about. And so hopefully you guys like it. Um, rate and review after you listen to the episode, please go to Apple iTunes podcasts, wherever the platform is that you're listening, rate and review a five-star review. If this episode had a positive impact on your life, please share it with as many people as possible so we can get the word out on what we're doing. People like Donnie who are having a positive impact in the community and making a difference in the lives of others and doing meaningful work that matters and living into the, the life that we want to create and into our passion and purpose. And so hopefully you guys are inspired like I am every time I talk to Donnie and without further ado, I bring you guys Donnie Starkins. Enjoy. Peace. All right. Welcome everybody to podcast episode number seven, positive impact with Andrew Schultz. I am here with my man, Donnie Starkins coming to you live from Phoenix, Arizona. Donnie, what is up? How's it going, man? It's good to be here talking to you. It's good to be talking to you too. Um, quick disclaimer for everybody. Um, Donnie and I were together two weeks ago at the Enchantment Resort in Sedona, California for Donnie's yoga retreat. And we had uh, taped our podcast episode um, on site and it did not record for whatever reason. Um, and so this is our take two, um, we put on social media, we were going to have a live podcast for you guys two weeks ago. So I apologize. It's coming to you two weeks later, but, um, that's why we're talking here from San Diego and Phoenix and not in Sedona. Um, so just in case there's any confusion for the audience. Um, but Donnie, here we are two weeks removed. Uh, we just had your, uh, yoga retreat in Sedona, uh, be here now. Uh, give the audience an idea of what the yoga retreat was about, where you got the name, and uh, kind of what it entailed. Sure. So, well, yeah. So, I, you know, there, I guess yoga and wellness retreats, yoga is a piece of it. But as you know, 
um, there's so much more to the experience than just simply um, busting out some yoga poses. And so the, the retreat itself, so Be Here Now, that name was inspired. Um, one of my dogs, my uh, 12-year-old boxer, Roxy, passed away a few months ago, and the name was inspired from her. So if any of you listeners have seen the movie A Dog's Purpose, they say A Dog's Purpose is to be here now. And, you know, I had some time to reflect over the last few months since Roxy passed away. And I think about how she was always present. She was always there for me and, you know, loved me unconditionally, never judged me. Roxy was um, there for me with, with my story. I come from um, a background of addiction and I'm currently actively in recovery. And she was there for my bottom. And I can remember her being there, you know, me so um, buried in just guilt and shame and depression and anxiety from what my life had turned into. And, you know, I couldn't even get off my couch and she would come up with the ball in her mouth and want to play. And, you know, I just, I couldn't even get up to go throw the ball in my backyard with her. And she would try and nudge me with the ball and then eventually give up and jump back up onto the couch with me and, Mm. you know, lay in my lap or often was even licking the tears off of my face. I mean, I can remember that so vividly. And so, you know, I thought that was a great um, name for the retreat. I think this is part of our work every day is to practice presence. And, you know, it's the best gift that we can give ourselves and give the people around us is to, to be here now and to be present. And so I just thought it was the perfect name for a retreat, especially in Sedona and especially at Enchantment where we were. And um, so Donnie and I met a little over a year ago. It was last October. And we met through a mutual friend, Alan Schaefer, who passed away. He committed suicide. And um, Donnie actually led a celebration of life uh, yoga flow for Alan's memorial. And that's how Donnie and I initially met. And, um, you know, since then our friendship has just grown and you're like, you know, you're like a brother to me and we have so much in common. So Donnie and I both played college baseball. We both, um, are associated with Lululemon. We're both in recovery with over three years sobriety. Uh, we're both, you know, teaching yoga and sharing our experience, strength and hope. Um, we both have, unconditional love for our dogs in our life. And so, you know, you know, I got my dog sitting right here, Ralphie. And, you know, I just posted something on social media yesterday about, you know, the unconditional love of my dog. And, you know, Donnie, I know you have two dogs still. And, you know, it's just the lessons our dogs teach us. And my guy, Ralphie has been with me through the highest of the highs and lowest of lows. And, you know, the lowest for me, I remember is I was my family did the intervention. I went to Betty Ford center and I was, I looked back as I'm walking through the entrance and leaving me, um, my, my family, my belongings. And the last thing I saw was my dog, Ralphie. And he was walking away and it just, that was my rock bottom that I couldn't even take care of my dog, um, in, in the throes of my addiction and my downward spiral. And, you know, the lowest day of my life. And then I remember getting my dog back nine months later after I got out of treatment and got healthy and it was by far the happiest day of my life. So I love, you know, how you talk about your dog and the impacts uh, 
the dogs have on us and the lessons that we can learn. It's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. And um, no matter what's going on in our life, they're always there with the same demeanor, the same, the same uh, loving face, patience, kindness, compassion, empathy. So um, thank you for sharing that, man. I think a lot of people will resonate. Yes, man. We can, we can learn a lot from our little furry friends for sure. And so the retreat last two weeks ago with Donnie, that was my second retreat with you. The first retreat was in Whistler in July, which was uh, the theme disconnect to connect, which was unbelievable. Um, just such a beautiful setting and uh, time together. And then the, uh, the retreat in Sedona two weeks ago and you know, like, like Donnie mentioned, it was, there's yoga, there's meditation, there's mindfulness, there's the personal development. But the thing that I love about the retreats is it's a, whether it's a two or three or five day immersion, there's just so many more layers that we can pull back compared to a one hour yoga class. And, you know, I remember we were sitting in the hot tub, you know, just a few of us at the retreat, um, people from all walks of life and just real meaningful, deep, rich conversations that otherwise I wouldn't have if I wasn't at the retreat and just learning about everybody's background and we're all on the spiritual path and spiritual seekers together. And, you know, I just want to acknowledge you, Donnie, for putting together these, this context for people to come and to connect and to, to take a deep dive. Um, and for me, like I told you, I had a, a huge aha moment and the more time I reflect on it, you know, the longer I get away from it, the more impact it's had. And, you know, I want to share something that I wrote down as I was doing the work. Um, you know, I want to share it with people because it's, it's so powerful and it's, it's not often I have an aha moment. And so Donnie, the question that you asked um, was you had us do some journaling and some writing. And question number four was, Look at everything you've written down. What's the strongest theme you're seeing here that takes you away from being the brightest version of you? And then question five, what's the impact on you and others? And so I'm going to share what I wrote. I said, uh, the powerful workshop today talking about the impact to ourselves and others. When I let fear in, so for me, fear was the theme. When I let fear in and get in the way, it blocks me from doing meaningful work that matters from making a difference in the lives of others and having a positive impact on as many people as possible. Fear blocks me from living into my passion and purpose. Fear keeps me playing small and content with mediocrity and blocks me from going above and beyond to have the connection with myself, the universe and other people. And here's the aha moment and how selfish it is when I allow fear to get in the way and impact it has not only on myself, but on countless others that I'm not connecting with people that I'm not sharing my message of experience, strength, and hope countless others. I'm not spreading love and light to. Wow. It's powerful. It's just, it's got more power now, even two weeks later and I share it with more people. Like I shared it in my yoga class. I'm sharing it with people, you know, in recovery, out of recovery. And it's just because of the yoga retreat, because of the context you put together, that's, that, that, that happened and it's happening. And I can't tell you the impact it's, 
going into 2019 and the, the momentum and the things that I want to do with that. And that's pretty powerful, man. Yeah, it's, um, and it's, and again, I appreciate you sharing that. It, it is powerful. And it's um, also, you know, acknowledging you for, you know, you show up big for these retreats. Selfishly, I love having you there because of, uh, you know, a guy's guy, masculine looking guy who's so raw and real and open and honest and giving other people permission to do the same, you know, and when, when we see, like when we seek refuge or we, we go on retreat, man, it just gives us, we can control the variables in a way where we don't have all of life's stressors and our everyday stuff being thrown at us. So when we can go into a, like a place like Sedona, Arizona, where, you know, just the power of the, the vortexes and the red rocks and the, the sacred um, Native American land that it's on, um, amazing things happen. The mind gets quiet. We can listen better. We see more clear. We have others there with us. So we're not doing this work alone. We're actually doing it together and carrying each other through the process with, you know, breaking up into small groups and, and sharing our experience through whatever exercise we might be doing. And it's through all this with the combination of, you know, yoga in the morning to get our energy moving, to change our state, you know, meditation to get us grounded in our bodies so we can connect to our heart so we can, you know, see with more clarity. And then when you get a bunch of like-minded people together, all in it for the same reason, magic happens. And, you know, that's what seems to happen on every single one of these retreats. And it's, it's a gift to be able to facilitate and witness and be part of this and also be learning and growing with everybody else. I mean, I tell everybody like I teach what I need to learn the most. And so to be able to be on this ride, but also be a guide and a teacher um, is man, it's, it's amazing. Um, and so I love everything about that. And just, you know, shortly we have some, uh, some of my favorite phrases that you use in your, yoga classes and your mindfulness that I'm going to have you elaborate on because it's so powerful and it speaks to people, not just if you're a yogi on your mat, but even more importantly, people off the mat and how relevant your messages are and the nuggets of wisdom. But I want to first back up a little bit because we both are in recovery and I want to go back to when it wasn't, um, when we, when we weren't in the light, when we were in the darkness, can you share going back you know, when your darkness, share with the audience what that darkness looked like, you know, what it was like, your perspective, um, because it's important for people to have the context and perspective of where we are now, but where we were before and to give people true hope, whether they're going through things with drugs or alcohol or food or gambling or sex or relationships, give us a perspective on what that looked like before. Yeah. So the before for me was, you know, even before things got bad, I, you know, I grew up here in Phoenix, Arizona, was an athlete my whole life, played baseball all the way up until my senior year at Arizona State, where I had what was my fifth surgery on my left knee. And it was a major surgery. Um, I had a cadaver transplant of my meniscus. And I was the first person in Arizona to ever have this particular procedure. Um, to make a real long story short, you know, the surgery um, was a nightmare. I mean, I was bedridden for a month and a half. Um, eight months later, my, my body ended up rejecting the piece that they put in. 
So ultimately I had to have another surgery to take it out. So the whole surgery was a wash, but in that, that big surgery was the end of baseball for me. And also on top of it, the trauma of the surgery, also getting prescribed 80 Percocet a week for a month in that first, in that first month. Um, and then being cut off cold turkey after that, you know, piling up all of these things all at once was what started me down the road of addiction. And, you know, I, I, for many years after I placed a lot of blame on the doctors who didn't take care of me that well, and um, had some resentments or a lot of resentments towards the doctors and felt like the victim. And it wasn't until I really started to dive in and do the work through the 12 steps and therapy and, and really diving in to look at like what the hell happened and what went wrong going from this baseball star athlete to a drug addict, you know, mm. and figuring out why and what happened. And at the core of it, I lost my identity. I didn't know who I was. I didn't have another plan my whole life. I wanted to be a baseball player. And one day that was gone. And, you know, it's like losing the love of your life and not having any tools or any plan B. And so for many years, I did not want to feel the pain of that. And so I numbed it by using drugs and alcohol and um, specifically most, mostly prescription pills, painkillers. Um, and, you know, that sent me down a long road, many years of, of, of numbing to the pain and just lost and living a very selfish life. And, you know, at some point through the love of my family, they intervened. Um, and I was able to find a way out, you know, but it was, it was bad for a while, but, um, you know, I always say like, it, it ended up being the best thing that ever happened to me. I mean, everything, even the surgery, I don't regret at all. I feel like everything has happened just the way it has supposed to happen in order for my soul to evolve and for me to really live my life in purpose on purpose. But, you know, it took work and it takes work every single day to stay in that um, mindset and in purpose because, um, you know, the work never stops. And I know, you know, like they teach us in recovery that I have this daily reprieve, but it is contingent on my spiritual condition. And that is great incentive for me to never stop doing this work. Beautiful. And, and like you and I were talking about before we jumped on this call together, you know, yesterday I had a shitty day. And, you know, <laughs> the title of the podcast is Positive Impact. And I think it's critical that we talk about, especially, you know, strong men talking about, you know, our vulnerability. And yesterday sucked. And I woke up this morning and it was a new day. And I had surrounded myself with men in recovery. We went to breakfast together and we had fellowship. And, you know, I just, I shared yesterday was shitty. And, I just was open about it and you know, it's a new opportunity today and to that spiritual condition that you talk about is so critical and thanks to the, the 12 steps and you know, everything I've learned in recovery, but, and I'm glad you talked about the identity because that's something you and I have so much in common on for me, you know, my identity was sports um, all the way through college and wanting to play professionally. And then when I, lost that my identity I didn't know who I was because if I didn't have sports I didn't know you know I didn't have anything and so I jumped headfirst into the corporate world and that was for me work replaced sports and I worked my way up the corporate ladder and starting started to accumulate more stuff make more money and then you know one thing led to another and I was 
an executive. I had the five series. I had the house in Del Mar and season tickets to the Chargers, flying first class, playing golf at Pebble Beach. And I was consumed by what I did for a living, by what my job title was. And people were, you know, whining and dining me because of what I did for a living. And I, that ego part of me, that was my identity. And so trying to accumulate more stuff, more stuff external, I thought was happiness and success. When that started to crumble, as you can relate, I, I lost everything because I didn't have the tools or resources to know how to work through it. And, um, you know, by the grace of God, you know, it's a miracle that I'm here. Um, I think for both of us and going down that downward spiral using drugs and alcohol to replace, to try to fill the huge hole in my soul. Um, and then my family intervened, took me to treatment uh, after I had lost everything. And then I started to re-identify and build a new identity based on something internally that cannot be taken. Um, that we're children of God, we're, we're spirit, we're soul. And, um, you know, I have a purpose now. I think we both have a purpose. And, you know, um, just I'm able to buy Christmas presents for my family now. And just the simple acts of buying some presents and being able to share with my loved ones those gifts. I mean, that's what, that's what success means to me. And it's a beautiful thing, this journey that we're on and the things that we've learned. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, you start to, you know, you talked about purpose. You know, my past has become my purpose and or my past has become my best asset. And, you know, for a while it, it used to bury me in guilt and shame going from this baseball player to uh, to an addict and it really mm. messed with me. <clears throat> um, and then, but once we dive in and we do the work, um, we start to realize that like my past has become my best. It's the best thing that ever happened to me. Mm. And, you know, like you talked about with fear, letting you, you know, stopping you from really living your truth. And for, for many years, the first couple of years of teaching yoga, I, a lot of my, the people closest to me knew of my background in recovery and addiction, but not the whole yoga community and not the fault, my following and the people that were coming to my class. And, you know, after doing a five day leadership training with Sean Korn, you know, she has her way of words and as one of my biggest inspirations, teachers and friends in my life today. And, you know, she always asks the question, how dare we not? And she, the first time she asked it, I heard her, the first time I ever met her was at a Wonderlust um, event in Aspen, Colorado. And she said the words. And for me, it was, how dare I not teach a yoga practice that is beyond these physical postures and these pretty poses in the physical body, knowing that you know, I live in a city where, you know, a lot of people on the outside look like they have everything, but I know, and I see it that people are dying on the inside. Mm. And so for me, it was, how dare I not share and teach something beyond just the body and really start to teach to the heart and the soul, you know, and then I went to her, her training and she said the words again. And this time for me, it was like, how dare I not share my story? You know, how not, how dare I not share my story of my past, you know, with addiction and, and recovery. And, you know, I went back into my community when that was done and started my own uh, community event called Sunday Yoga Service. And at the first one, 
I shared my story and told it. And ever since that day, my, the yoga, teaching yoga completely changed for me. You know, it was just like this amazing thing happened of, you know, I used to be so fearful of what everybody thought of me. And I mm. wanted this big following and lots of people in my classes. And, you know, the moment after I shared that, like the responses and the emails that I got of people that are, are relating, I feel like everybody in some way or another, directly or indirectly has been affected by some type of addiction. And so when they, you know, hear my story and realize that they're not alone, you know, and my story has, has actually helped others heal. I mean, to me, that is like, that is purpose, you know, to be able to get, get, get the fear out of the way of looking bad or worrying about what other people think of me and really making an impact on people's lives just by simply sharing my, my messed up past or what I thought was such a messed up past, you know? Yeah. And people, and I'm just thinking like the last couple um, classes that I've shared with my students, you know, the more raw and vulnerable and authentic I am about my past and my truth, it comes back exponentially more we, that I get back. And I think that speaking for you as well, that we get back, the more we put out, the more we get back and, you know, giving people the, the space to um, come to us and share what they're going through. It gives them the space to, to kind of um, talk about what's going on in their own lives. And I think um, it's so powerful that, how dare we not? I remember the first time I met Sean and I brought up your name cause I knew you knew her and you know, she kind of, she didn't scold me, but she said, how dare you guys not do share your story and how dare you not do the work? And it just, it was yeah. so powerful. It's just like, I walked away like, Holy shit, she's right. And like, um, yeah, I love the fact that you brought up Sean. So thank you for sharing that. Um, of course, man. So a couple other things, um, you know, you, you talk about Sean as a mentor in your life. Um, we are both very much, um, our, our work with Lululemon, you know, for me, uh, my first job out of, uh, treatment, my first sober job was with Lululemon cause I had lost everything in my life. And, um, I literally rebuilt my life from my yoga mat up and I had some Lululemon clothes and I had a mat and, I remember I was in Palm Springs and that was my first job. And, um, you know, soon after I started, they had a yoga, yoga teacher training at one of the local studios. And I said, you know, why not? And it was so instrumental in my life personally and professionally because Lululemon supports the, their people and, and financially and in so many ways. And they helped support me getting my yoga teacher training and to become a, teacher and you know they supported the work-life balance when I started teaching you know six classes a week and here I am three years later still working with Lululemon in San Diego and you know my love for the company and everything that they've done and um, I know you have the same experience as an ambassador talk to me about the impact Lululemon has had uh, on your life maybe mention um, certain people in the company that you look up to and um, you know give the audience a perspective on um, Lululemon for you. Yeah, well, Lululemon, I mean, they have definitely streamlined and changed the trajectory of my my yoga teaching and personal development career. 
Um, I w- became an ambassador over two and a half years ago with Lululemon. I'm actually in my third year as an ambassador at the Phoenix, uh, the Biltmore store. And what they've done for my, I mean, the support that that company provides is second to none. And, and their, you know, their way of building community and taking care of their employees on a personal level and a personal development level and teaching the yoga principles um, to their staff and to their ambassadors. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, They have left such an impact. I've learned so much. I've been so inspired um, by some of the the leaders, specifically Danielle Nagel, who's the director of mindfulness for the entire company. Um, She runs the entire purpose and practice for Lululemon. And a year and a half ago, I sat in a, in one of these retreats and, you know, she, the way she facilitated and asked questions and, you know, didn't let people get away with, you know, answering a question without meaning their, you know, putting meaning behind their answer and just how she held the space for the group. I was like, I want what she has. I want to be doing what she's doing. She's such an inspiration to me. And, you know, um, that really kind of started the, the, the coaching process of my, of my career. And, you know, since then, um, Danielle's become one of my, my main mentors and teachers, and I've been hired on by Lululemon starting in January to lead their yoga and lead some of the, or facilitate some of the personal development for their purpose and practice as they roll it across the, you know, I'll be in Toronto in the middle of January in New York City at the end of January. Um, and being, being one of those leaders, being one of the teachers, leaving an impact on, on the company internally. And man, it's just my, my career would not be the same if it wasn't for that company. I'm so grateful for them. That's, that's awesome, man. That's a big deal. And so congratulations for, for you to be acknowledged and to be um, doing such impactful work and touching the lives of so many. I mean, that's just going to be amazing. And I'm looking forward to watching that trajectory of your career. Um, You deserve it. So congrats, my man. Thank you. Thank you so much. So um, one of my favorite things about my relationship with you is the things, the, the nuggets of wisdom that I learn and the things that you say, you know, during the yoga flow, during class, um, the things that, um, the catchphrases, if you will. And I have a few that I want to mention. And if you um, can just take a second to elaborate on what it means to you, because I think it has so much impact uh, for people, not only on the mat, but off the mat, just in everyday life. So a few of my favorites, where your attention goes, energy flows. Yeah. So this is, you know, this obviously, if this isn't my my quote it's you know it's been thrown out there in the in the yoga world in the spiritual world and you know where where what this means to me is that you know what we pay attention to creates our intention and you know every action that we have starts with a thought and our thoughts ultimately you know control our life and if we can control our thoughts we can gain more control of of how we want to live our life and so if our focus is on you know our attention is on negativity or lack, you're going to get more negativity and more lack in your life. I mean, if you put your attention on gratitude and love and abundance and connection, 
you know, and relationships, like these are the things that you'll start to see more of in your life. And so, you know, you put your focus on the things that are going to serve you and you're going to, you're going to see these types of things manifesting into your life. And, you know, I think in, in the yoga practice specifically, if we're talking about that with the breath and focusing on the breath and letting the breath, you know, take us deeper than where the mind can go. Oftentimes our minds and our thinking just gets in the way of where we're wanting to go. And, and so much of yoga can just be about getting out of our own way and, and quieting down the mind and relaxing the body and starting to connect to the heart. So I'll often encourage my students to get beyond the physical practice and the physical postures. If your attention's there on the physical, it's going to feel very physical, mm-hmm. you know, but if you can tap into something beyond that and make it emotional and spiritual and metaphysical and you get beyond just the physical stuff, which ultimately if you just surrender to the breath, you can tap into all of that. And so it all starts, you know, with, with the way we're breathing. And I feel like if we can, you know, if we want to change the way we're thinking, we have to change the way, um, or if we want to change the way we're living, we have to change the way we're thinking. Right. And so to change the way we're thinking, we have to get quiet enough to actually notice what we're thinking about Mm. and the best way to do that is to give your mind a single point of focus whether that be the breath or a mantra or something to steady the mind so the body can relax and then you can tap into that space you know beyond just the 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 physical body and it's at this at the essence it's it's about connecting to the heart connecting back to your calm center we all have this center it lies right at the middle of our heart but we are constantly being, you know, life is throwing stressors at us every which direction. Our world's addicted and afflicted to distraction. You know, we've got this technology obsessed, escape based society that we live in. And so, man, it's just essential to use a practice or have a practice to come back home to the body. And oftentimes it's the, the breath that's the bridge, right? It's the, it's our access point to a deeper sense of connection. How free do you want to be? <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's a question I ask myself and you know, in, in the pro in the program of recovery and not in just life, even in my, with my coaching clients, you know, I always use the acronym of how, which is honesty, open-mindedness and willingness. And really any, any new student of, of anything, whether it be yoga, a, a personal development, um, or just life or sobriety, if you are honest first with yourself and then with, you know, your coach or your teacher or the people around you, if you're open-minded and willing to take, you know, open to taking suggestions and maybe, you know, not continuing to do things your way, especially if you're wanting change or you're stuck because you're our best thinking or our way of doing it, you know, isn't working out so well, Mm. especially if you're looking for some type of shift or some type of change. And then the willingness that to me, willingness equals freedom. And so if I catch myself doing things, half measures or, you know, kind of sleepwalking through my day or not being willing to, you know, pick up the phone and help somebody else out. I just ask myself that question. How free do you want to be Donnie? And it creates a pattern stop. And it first brings me back to my bottom when I wasn't free. I was bound by 
my addiction and completely stuck, you know, and then it reminds me like, I want to be free. You know, I want to do the work to find the freedom to live a life of like passion and peace and, and purpose. I love it. Um, so there's a lot of things you have going on, you know, the Lululemon ambassador, you're associated with spirit, spiritual gangster, your yoga teaching at Moksha and Madison club. Um, talk to us real quick about your coaching program, the shift and where people can find you. Yeah. So my coaching program is called the shift and it's transformational coaching and personal development for the mind, body, soul. And it's a 90 day coaching program. And it's all about creating this sense of clarity about where you want to go, how you're going to get there. And then we just, you know, uncover, there's usually one or two things, main things that are stopping us or slowing us down from the life of the life that we desire, the life of our dreams or our purpose. And so we discover the essential building blocks for developing this powerful vision and getting that life of purpose and getting that life of dreams. And then, um, and then just identifying like, what, what is it? What foods, what lifestyle habits, what patterns of thinking are keeping us stuck, getting in the way and even weighing our body down. And so it's just about getting clear getting clear about how we can create change, knowing that change and transformation, it happens now when it happens within us. And so I implement a lot of personal development, powerful exercises that we do, coaching exercises, um, meditation. Every client I work with gets a Muse meditation headband. And in that, that headband, it actually measures your brain's activity during the meditation. And it'll give you results, you know, telling you how long was your brain active how long was your brain neutral and how long was your brain calm and it's got a really cool gaming device to it and an app to it and um you can pick and choose if you want music if you want a rainforest background or desert or ocean um and it's a really great tool to create a, a new habit of meditation a consistent habit because it really is about consistency and also every client gets a, a uh, a workbook. It's a 90 day workbook. And in a sense, it's kind of like journaling done for you and questions for you to answer every single morning and every single night. Gratitude, you know, things about three things you're grateful for. And how do you want to feel today? We create these to-do lists all the time, but we often forget like, how do I want to feel? Mm -hmm. And so setting these intentions for the day. And then at the end of the day, reviewing like the things that went well today, did you meditate today? You know, what was the best thing that happened to you today? And, you know, getting in the habit, it's about creating new habits that are actually going to stick and really, you know, creating conditions where success is going to be inevitable. If you're honest and you're open-minded and you're willing to do the work, even in the midst of your busy lifestyles, we're all busy. We can, we can really make this happen, you know, and I always say like making shift happen and creating that transformation from the inside out. Awesome. And then your next yoga retreat is coming up in February back at the Enchantment Resort in Sedona, correct? Yeah. So I've got uh, another one. It's Valentine's Day weekend. It's um, February 15th through the 17th. It's called Love Yourself. It's not a couple's retreat. It's a self-love weekend. Um, and then I'll be back in Whistler, Canada, July 1st through the 15th. And be teaching some some festivals. Sedona Yoga Festival is in March. I'll be back in Sedona again, and uh, 
on the road with Lululemon teaching some events and probably hit the road. And, you know, I go to a few cities like Dallas and uh, Southern California during um, 2019 to teach some yoga and bring this personal development tour uh, around the country. Nice. And where can people find you? So my website is just my name. It's Donnie, Donnie with a Y, uh, DonnieStarkins.com. And Instagram is Donnie underscore Starkins. And then Facebook, I have mine. It's just my name. There's a a coaching page or like my, my, you know, my business page and my personal page. So you can always track me down on um, social media. On my website, you can also, also jump on the newsletter. And anybody that's interested in, in coaching or thinks they might be, I give everybody a free 45-minute call just to discover if, if it's something that maybe would work for you and if, if I would be a fit for you and just understanding, like, what is it you're looking for? What's getting in the way and how can we get there? And we can usually uncover a lot even in that first initial free 45-minute call. Awesome. Well, Donnie, I want to acknowledge you for, um, for being the light, for, for sharing your light, for everything that you do, um, sharing your experience, strength, and hope. You were having a positive impact. The podcast is called Positive Impact with Andrew Schultz, and that's why you were on, because you're truly having a positive impact on so many people with everything you're doing, teaching yoga classes, the retreats and workshops the association with Lululemon, spiritual gangster, everything you're doing, man. Um, I just want to acknowledge you for, for, for leading by example, for being the change that you want to see. Uh, I want to acknowledge you, um, for your friendship, your, your, your family, man. And I, I love you like a brother and I just can't thank you enough for coming on and sharing your story. And, um, thanks for always being there for me, man. I, I look forward to the future together and doing uh, a lot more of this. Well, thank you, man. I mean, you are a huge bright light in my life and the way you've come into my life and stepped up for these retreats. I mean, all of my tribe back here in Phoenix, I mean, you really, um, you know, like I said, selfishly, I love when you're on these retreats because of of the energy, the positivity that you bring and the impact that you leave on these other people. So you absolutely have stuff that I want. So I'm grateful for the connection and I'm, I'm super excited to watch you do your thing and we can be on this ride together and um, bring along whoever wants to, to jump on with us to try to make the, the most positive impact we can on the world around us. How dare we not, right, brother? How, how dare we not, exactly. All right, brother. I love you, man. Have an awesome day. Um, check out Donnie, guys. You guys know where to find him. Uh, thanks again, Donnie. Have an awesome day and we'll talk to you guys soon. Love you, buddy. Take care. Thank you. All right. See ya.